Hello and welcome to another episode of Own Your Intuition. I'm Kelly Rich. I'm your host. I'm an intuitive psychic medium here in Portland, Maine, and I just recently took my entire practice and my entire business to be completely online. And it's been such a wild journey that I feel so absolutely fortunate and grateful to have. And I really love showing up for you here in the in the podcast world, sharing my heart and introducing you to some really wonderful and amazing people. And I'd love to share with you some of my offerings that I have going on because I've been getting a lot of messages from people looking for support and for guidance. And I really feel like I'm doing the best that I can. And I've expanded my schedule to support you with one-on-one sessions with the readings and the mentorships, and you can continue to book online at kellyrichintuitive.com, or you can simply send me an email, hello at kellyrichintuitive.com, and I'd love to work with you in that way. If you're looking for something a little different on April 7th, which is the next full moon, I'm offering the first group mentoring of Own Your Intuition. Yes, Own Your Intuition group mentoring starts April 7th. It's a bi-weekly meeting where we meet an hour over Zoom and it's really a journey of you welcoming in your intuition really sitting with your soul and your gifts and having a small like-minded community with other women that are interested in the same things as you are. And I feel so called to share this time and this space with you. So if you're looking for more of a group interaction, that's where it's at. There's a few spots left. On April 18th, I've moved my Reiki 2 training to be completely online. There's one space left there. And the next virtual new moon ceremony is April 23rd, which is a Thursday at 5 p.m. And that is really a wonderful experience of seeing how I operate. I do a collective reading, which is a bulk of the time. Then I open up the chat box for a Q&A so you get to ask any questions you have. And then we do a distance healing practice and we wrap up, which is uh, an affordable way to work with me and to be in the comfort of your own home. And I'm hoping that bug light yoga, if you're in the New England area, I offer a seasonal seaside outdoor yoga community. This year will likely be twice a week on Sundays and Tuesdays and it's sliding scale classes. It's in one of the most beautiful places, in my opinion, overlooking the Portland skyline. You're surrounded by the ocean and the boats, and hopefully we start that by the end of May. So we'll see. Stay tuned. I have my friend Mary Heaven on the show today. She's so gifted. We talk about gua sha, how emotions live in the face, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, the elements. Oh, if you enjoy it, please share it. Tag me on Instagram at Kelly Rich Intuitive or write a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Those are the best ways to thank me for the show if you learn anything or get anything out of it. All right, enjoy. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, Kelly. Good morning. I'm well. How are you? 
I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for being here on the show and really giving your time and your heart and your energy to us this morning. Yay. I'm so excited. Well, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to, you know, sharing my wisdom and hopefully some of what I have to offer with everyone um, lands with you, resonates with you, or finds you in a place of, you know, just peace and joy and just thinking of everyone right now. You're so gifted. I love your messages. I love your visual representation. You're a fellow New Englander. Do you want to share with everyone like who you are and what you do? Yes. So my name is Mary Heaven. Yes, my last name is really <laughs> Heaven. I swear to God, it is an English last name. Um, and I feel like just by default, I had to go into healing um, because of my name. And I am a triple earth. I am a Taurus, Taurus Virgo. I am also by trade a board certified and licensed acupuncturist in the state of Connecticut. My private practice is in Greenwich. I specialize in treating musculoskeletal pain. I work with a lot of um, trauma, emotional disorders. And as we know, the physical is not separate from the emotional. We're very specifically seeing this right now. So a lot of the work I do is in the vein of that. Additionally, a deep passion of mine is working with the face, um, using gua sha to lift, sculpt, and tone the face. It's having a big moment in the beauty world, but it's had thousands of moments in each philosophy and Eastern Chinese medicine. And it's a really, really just powerful tool for revitalizing our faces, our bodies. And then I do cosmetic facial acupuncture, which is an alternative to Botox. And I work from the perspective of our face being a storehouse for our emotions. So when we are working with the face, we are directly tapping into the emotional body. I am also a breathwork facilitator and I teach a very specific type of breathwork that is geared toward emotional release so drawn to acupuncture and gua sha for quite some time and I feel like they've changed my life and they really have helped me to get grounded stay grounded be grounded connect me to my intuition connect me to you know the higher self if you will I know that sounds funny but it's true and I feel like it's hard to explain it to people they have to experience both of them for themselves and uh, have their own experience do you agree Absolutely. Our body contains so much wisdom. And I'm sure at this point, many have heard our issues are in our tissues. And when we go through things, life experiences, difficult, challenging circumstances, it may not, you know, sit in the forefront in our conscious mind, but it lives in the subconscious, i.e. it lives in the body. And that's going to start dictating all the programs that we run through our daily life, all of our habits, all the things that are happening. And, you know, as we see very much right now, we are living from the mind and we're very much in this young energy of constantly doing, doing, doing. And what's so powerful about body therapies like gua sha and acupuncture is they get us out of our head and back into our bodies and into our hearts. And that's the space where we can ground and actually show up authentically and be creative and you know, in a flow and not so much in this force that's exhausting all of us. 
yeah, I feel this, this call to be of service in a new way, virtually, digitally. However, I'm also feeling that call of resting and tuning in. You know, I've been doing way more meditation and yoga and gua sha and all of it. And really just trying to stay situated in the heart, kind of like what you said. And um, yeah, gua sha. I, can we talk a little bit more about gua sha? hundred percent. I live for it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Me too. I wish that I had, um, maybe someday I'll, I'll learn or do some kind of training, but for the most part, I just kind of do tutorials online and I follow this girl Britta on Instagram is really, I feel like how I first initially found it. I was like, wow, what is this? And to me, I was like, this has got to be something that we just created, you know, like this just came up. And then when I did more research, I was like, oh my God, this has been going on for how long? And why are we just now diving in or maybe mainstream diving in. Right. Yep. yep. But, but do you feel like we are, some people are searching for deeper ways to connect with themselves and that maybe that's one reason why Gua Sha has seen this big burst, at least in mainstream media, if you would, like, if you will, like, I think I saw it in like Vogue or something. I was like, Yes, yes, yes. One hundred thousand percent. Just side note, I love Britta. I studied with her. I've done her Green Beauty Academy. She's amazing. Her tools are all fantastic. Um, Yeah, it's having a really big moment. Well, first and foremost, look at what we're going through in the world right now. And, you know, for me personally, I felt for a long time that 2020 was going to be a big year of awakening and kind of a year for everybody to find God. Um, you know, I have a tarot reader that I've worked with for years and towards the end of 2019, every time we talk, she'd say 2020 is the year that people find God and whatever that means to you, you know, your higher self, a higher power, um, you know, people that you work with that you love. So I really feel like it's no coincidence that things have come into the mainstream to get in our hands and in place for us to have tools to really feel supported that we're really gearing us up for this time um, coming back. It's all coming back to our divine selves and our divine wisdom and the divine feminine. And, you know, again, we have been living in our minds for so long and ignoring our bodies. I think that the big allure with this tool was like, wow, it can make me look really amazing. And aesthetically, like it's, I can, you know, depuff my face. I can get rid of dark circles. I can get rid of, you know, sagginess and wrinkles naturally, but it expands so far beyond that. As I was saying, our face is a storehouse for our emotions. The stories of our happies, our joys, our sads all live within here. And when we get wrinkles, it's because of contraction in the muscle. Well, what causes a contraction? It's repetitive use of something. Well, a smile is a repetitive use And you get wrinkles from that, but it's a good repetitive use. The things that we call crow's feet, my teacher calls them joy lines because it means that you're able to smile with your eyes. So I love gua sha because it's a tool that embraces the natural beauty and it doesn't say we're going to erase these wrinkles because they're bad. These wrinkles are here because we're human and this is a way to work with that and to really come back to our hearts and to release that tension. And, you know, I work professionally with people one-on-one and do gua sha sculpting facials all the time. And 
people are just amazed. You know, we spend one hour starting with the neck, working into the jaw through the whole face. Um, you know, people have no idea how much tension that they've been holding and hoarding for so long. And like the common thing that I hear is, oh my God, I feel like I got an entire body massage. I feel so light and amazing. Um, I've had women who've had emotional releases on my table because again, our issues in our tissues, we are, you know, making space for things to move and to process and to be heard. And we have dozens of muscles in our face. And just like we get knots in our necks and our shoulders and our backs, we get knots in our faces too. And being able to release and open up some of that is just so powerful. It's so powerful. And then, you know, people feeling amazing after the treatment and then they look in the mirror and they see their own eyes again and the light of life has come back and it's just unparalleled. It's just, it's, it's so powerful. The transitions that I've seen in people and our face is just this like well and reservoir of this ancient wisdom. It has more information than any other area of our body. And we pay it mine in the sense that we do all these like, you know, aesthetic procedures and, you know, we get facials, which is absolutely phenomenal and wonderful, but you know, to really connect and to stop and to open these things up. So many stories live in here. And when we can start to unravel those and give them space, it's going to reconnect us with our hearts. And one thing, what I will say about, you know, aging for women is, you know, when women start to age and they look in the mirror and they feel like this isn't looking good anymore, I'm seeing wrinkles here, that can be very traumatizing. That can be a heart trauma, not identifying with the person you see anymore. And we live in a culture that's very like fast to say, oh, just Botox it out of yourself. Oh, just get fillers in it. And my concern with approaches like that is that it's a Band-Aid and it's creating more of a a wedge and a disconnect to the feeling sense because it's, it's not really dealing with a trauma that's occurring at the time that says, I don't know who I see anymore. And when you do something like gua sha, you are getting in touch with that again and you are opening and you are making space and you're feeling so calm and relaxed. And another thing that's really important is acknowledging the nervous system, down-regulating the nervous system. So many different processes occur when we are in perpetual fight or flight mode, one of the things that happens in fight or flight mode is we don't produce as much collagen. So if you've ever heard someone say, I had a really stressful year, I feel like I aged 10, there's a lot of merit to that. And yeah. so facial techniques like gua sha, when you're moving through anything, stress, trauma, it's, it's, it's just, it's, unparalleled and being able to work with a tool like rose quartz, which is the stone of unconditional love. And I always encourage people to use a little facial serum to start. Specifically, if you are not allergic to rose, I say use rose. It is the highest vibrational flower on the planet is the purest, truest essence of love. And when you're working with this washa, it's not just to go through the motions and get it done. It's to really be meditative about it and loving on yourself and taking that time for you. And if five minutes is all you've got, that's fine. If two minutes is all you've got, sit on the couch, whip out your tool and, and just get cranking, yes. just get cranking. 
You know, I think one of the things that also can feel a lot for people right now is like, oh, the tool looks great, but like, how do I really have time to fit that into the structure of my daily life? I already have so many to do's. What I want to encourage all of us is that start small. You don't have to give yourself this like big grandiose list of all these things to do. I have to meditate and I have to use this oil and I have to use gua sha. Then I have to go do this workout class. Just pick one or two things, five, 10 minutes and start with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I start small. One of my teachers yeah. said shifts lead to the big changes. And it's so true. It's like, what is actually sustainable to and what's going to, what's going to last? You know, it's, it's pretty often where, you know, the people that are like, I'm going to guasha an hour and then I'm going to buy the stone and then this is new oil and this new thing. And then it doesn't ends up yeah. happening for a couple of days and then it gets dusty. So I totally resonate with that. Like just start small. And for those yeah. who are unfamiliar with gua sha, I know you shared about um, the rose quartz stone and the oil. How would you describe to someone that can't see you what gua sha is? Just imagine kind of like a chunk of rose quartz, which is like a pinkish stone. I typically like to work with the H-shaped one. This is a tool that you use to, you hold in your hand and you use it to gently glide across your skin and that will start to increase blood circulation. You're going to start to release tight, taut muscles. Um, You're basically working to repattern the way that the skin ages. Um, not sure. I hope that makes sense that answer the question, but yeah, it's basically like a stone. If you can imagine like a bigger size crystal of rose quartz that you would hold and you use on your face and glide across and kind of like sweeping strokes, like you would do if you were massaging your own face and there's, um, you know, a whole routine and regimen starting from the neck through the jaw up through the cheeks that, you use to get the lymph flowing, to get the blood flowing, to get things moving. And um, also what I will say, um, what I wanted to add on to what you were saying about the whole to-do list thing is that's very yang energy. This is not that. This is a very yin, slow, meditative practice. And a lot of times when we get into our self-care rituals, we approach them with the same energy that we do our life to-do lists. And that's with a lot of intensity. When something is supposed to be filling your reservoir and filling you up, it's not about, I have to do this and doing, doing, doing. It's really in the softening, like, I get to do this and I'm going to make time for five minutes today. Yes. And I feel like where we are right now, I kept getting this, I keep getting this message, but it was coming in so... uh, quickly, rapidly. And I felt like I had to share with the online world or it wouldn't stop. And it was that the portal is opening, has opened for the divine feminine to rise. And sometimes people get confused about that. Meaning when the divine feminine is rising, which is also another way to say that is yin energy. And uh, people think that that means that the divine masculine has to fall or the yang energy has to fall. And that's just simply not the truth or how I hear it and see it. It's that the divine feminine is rising up to meet this young masculine energy. It's that we're working to find balance and uh, it's pretty clear 
It's like yeah. just look around your community, your environment. Right now we're doing this, hopefully we're doing this social distancing thing. We're being forced to quite literally slow down and stop, reevaluate, become innovative, make changes. And um, I feel like, yeah, Gua Sha is, is an entry point. It's a way to not only help this energy continue to evolve and to rise, but um, to become more in tune with ourselves and this energy that's already there. It's more like activating what's there. It's not, it's not so much of like finding or getting something new. It's about really cultivating the experience to what's already there that may be covered up. And yeah, Gua Sha is a way to, to do that. It's an, it's an entry point. Sometimes I approach my days and my to-do lists and yeah, my self-care practices with, I got to finish this, it has to be a certain way and it becomes very rigid or I find myself doing gua sha and it's fast and it's quick and it's hard. And sometimes I realize it. Wow, I just did that so quickly. Or wow, I just scraped my skin too hard. And in, instead of beating myself up about it, it's more of becoming aware of that energy that's moving through and that energy that's been so dominant for so long. And then just taking a breath and starting again. And it can be that quick. 100%. You know, the yin is feminine, the yang is masculine. We have been living in a predominantly yang, fast paced, masculine, dominated world for a long time. And what that means is our thought processes. It's all in the doing. The feminine is soft. It's the body. It's the heart. It's the emotions. It's our sexuality. And that has been suppressed for so long. Every single person has male or female has a masculine and a feminine. And to be in true balance in your life, you need to be able to meet both those parts, just like you, you can't have the yin without the yang. There's the duality. They are not mutually exclusive. They're completely inseparable. And what we've been seeing in the world stage for many years is this yang masculine dominance for males and for females. And so what's so powerful, like you were saying, Kelly, about it being an entry point is yes, gua sha is an entry point. It's an invitation to slow down. And what the slow down does is encourage us to come back into our bodies. And that is that yin feminine embodiment. And it's for men too. Men need that yin soft feminine energy as well. So true. Yes. Would you mind talking about um, energetics of the face? Like, for example, you mentioned how the face is a storehouse of emotions. And I've heard that worry or anger lives between the eyebrows and different parts of the face hold those emotions. Do you want to chat about maybe like a couple parts of the face where um, you may be energetically reading someone when they come in? Like if you see certain lines somewhere or um, things pop up on the face somewhere where it's like, oh, there might be some resentment. Oh, there might be some sadness. Oh, there might be some, is that clear? Uh, Absolutely. The, First thing that I notice and that I see is in between the brows. Mm -hmm. And that's what we call the 11s. And that's probably the first thing that people will want to get rid of. The reason we form those is the two, like at the tip of our brows, there's a muscle called the corrugator muscle. And when we're continually in contraction, we're knitting our brows, you know, we're contemplating, we're trying to figure things out, we're, we're worried or we're frustrated. Again, Contraction in the muscle equals wrinkles. 
So the use of those muscles over time, they're going to lock up and that's what's going to form those two lines. So using the gua sha to soften those muscles, number one is going to open that. So what I always think is really interesting about in between the brows being a liver zone is also that's our third eye and that's our manifestation center. And if we are so rigid and frustrated and our you know, brows are just always tight and that area is closed off, we're, we're so inside our heads and we're so stuck in our ways that we're blocking our own intuition. And the true spirit of the liver in Chinese medicine is all about seeing things clearly and manifesting and moving forward. So when people come in to see me, I work in that area very specifically, and I jokingly but very seriously say, as I'm literally gua shaing through their 11s, softening them, I'm saying, we're making space for your visions. We are we're clarifying them. We're opening them. We're softening. We're releasing. Because that's an area where a lot of stuff gets stuck. And what we call the crow's feet, which is, I think is just such a demeaning name. It's not a nice way to talk about ourselves. No, those are not crow's feet. Those are joy lines. That shows that we are able to smile with our eyes, to be joyful. And then there's just, you know, there's all, there's all different areas. You know, I recently just did um, a study with um, a class with this amazing teacher who learned facial reading from her grandmother from China, ancient, ancient wisdom. And again, there's all different energetic and organ zones that correspond throughout the face. And there's all different ages that correspond through the face. So you can quite literally sit and look at someone and where a wrinkle may be occurring, you can determine because of the emotion that corresponds with that organ in Chinese medicine, you could say, okay, this person's experiencing grief and sadness. And let's say it's in a zone in their forehead when they were 25 years old. Okay. So you sit down and talk to them. What happened to you when you were 25? And you can actually start to talk to people and work through this and process, well, this happened. And a lot of the theory behind this is when you start to release the emotional charge behind what created that contraction creating the wrinkle, people's wrinkles can actually start to go away. You know, there's, tr- there's transformation lines that we see on people's faces. There's lines that we see, um, you know, those crow's feet, when they go all the way up to the hairline, those are actually mania lines. So people who are a bit manic, it's a really fascinating system. But again, gua sha is just like such a powerful entryway in that respect to start unraveling. You know, I had um, a patient who came in a few months back. It was her first time getting a facial and we were actually working through the sinuses and the sinuses are related to the lungs, which is grief and it's our emotional body and, you know, how we process difficult, challenging things. And we, you know, we were working pretty rigorously there because her sinuses were pretty congested and she started to cry. And I asked her, what's going on? What's, com- what's coming up for you? And she said, my mom passed away this year. And it was just gave her a moment to, to feel that because it was living in that area of her face. I think back to when I was studying with this woman. and It was the first time that I had heard that we store emotions and undigested it. Really, it's undigested 
and unprocessed emotions and experiences in our bodies. And that's all I can think about. It's like I'm replaying it over and over again as you're talking and just feeling my own body. And when we're ready to release something that we will, or when we're just all, we're all connected. We really are our whole body. It's not like we just have a body and we just have a mind and we just have a heart and a soul. They are all Mm -hmm. intricately connected to really make up our beautiful beings and, and our bodies, of course. You do acupuncture as well. And um, do you pair gua sha with facial acupuncture? Like do some- I, I do. So one of the services I offer is cosmetic facial acupuncture. So basically, whatever's going on in your face um, is a reflection of what's happening by and large in the body. So we will do, it's a 90-minute treatment. We do body acupuncture to really strengthen the constitution and also address if somebody's having digestive issues because that's as we know, the gut microbiome, that's going to affect the skin. Um, if somebody's having sleep issues, anxiety, all, all these things. And then we specifically work with the needles in the face. And I work with something that's called the motor points. It's where the muscle meets the nerve. And that's really what's going to wake up the face and lift it. And when I say needles, when we use acupuncture needles, they're the thickness of a strand of hair. And the ones that are used in the face are a half an inch. They're tiny. They're silicone coated. They're gentle. So yes, I do the body and facial acupuncture. And then I end with the the gua sha facial sculpting. One really important thing to note with the gua sha is if we want to change the face, we have to start with the neck. The arterial blood supply for our face comes from the neck. And if you were to feel into your own posture right now, you'd probably notice a lot of restriction, a lot of tension in your shoulders. If that's all locked up, nothing can make its way to your face. So I always say flow creates glow. So we've got to loosen those shoulders. We've got to loosen that neck. A lot of people are walking around with TMJ, really, really tight jaws the neck and the jaw are not mutually exclusive. If you've got a tight jaw, you've got a tight neck. So we got to start working with the neck first and we are opening those muscles and creating a pathway. So then when we move up to the face, we start to soften and open because we, when our faces look puffy, it's our lymph that is stagnant and stuck. Our lymph is like the garbage disposal system of our body. It has to be manually stimulated. It cannot move on its own. But even if you stimulate it, if the muscles are so locked up and the neck is so tight, there's nowhere for that that fluid to flow. So we've got to create a pathway. So when we're using the gua sha, not only are we softening those tight muscles, but we're creating a pathway for blood to circulate and flow and for lymph to drain, which is going to make space for breakouts to clear, to clear any, you know, puffiness under the eyes, those jowls we feel like we have. Um, and honestly, I have seen the shape of women's faces change tremendously from using regular gua sha because just like I said before, like we get knots of tension in our necks, our shoulders, our backs, we get them in our face too. And just like we know from exercise and Pilates, what do we want the natural state of a muscle to be if it's healthy and to look really good? We want it to be supple hydrated and elongated. Mm. When the when we when our jaws are all clenched and tight, it's because they're shortened and they're contracted. So our jaws are going to look bulkier. When we start to do the gua sha 
And we're, it's basically like foam rolling for your face, but in a very intentional way, we are releasing those restrictions, the connective tissue that's all bunched up. We are opening it. We are flattening it like dough with a rolling pin. And that is the way that blood can start to circulate and flow and heal the tissues. And then lymph suddenly has a pathway to drain. And then that's when you see the true sculpt in the face. And like the issues that are in our tissues, when we start to release all those knots and our tension in there, our, our whole posture, our whole life changes. We start to take deep breaths. We just, we assume the, our lives and in a different way. We glow from the inside out. I love your passion. It just, um, I can see Mary right now or we can see each other and you can just see the, the movement and the light and the energy moving through you. And I just feel really wrapped up in that blessedness. So thank you for sharing your passion, everyone. And it's so real. I'm missing my sessions so much right now. Like, I feel like I could cry. I'm missing them that much. Just yeah. Human touch, that gentleness, that care, that expertise, the education, the heart, the soul from healers. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really heavy. I know it's it's definitely a difficult time. Um, I miss the human touch and interaction as well. I miss working with my patients, like pretty much putting us in a position that's empowering us to realize that we actually are our own healers. And yeah. when you go see a healer, they're not healing you. They're holding space for you to assume your own sovereignty and to come into your own power. So this is a time where you can put those things to practice. And aside from being able to kind of tune out and get the physical touch and massage from someone, yes, that's still really, really important. You have all these tools and all this wisdom within yourself. You've got so many answers in here. And if you let yourself just kind of be with it, be with everything that you're feeling, think, you know, your intuition will talk to you. Totally. I agree. What would you want to share with everyone like what your relationship is to your intuition? My intuition, um, she's, you know, she's a loud one. Things come in. I feel I just get this inner sense of knowing just things come in all the time. I will wake up, um, and just get kind of like flurries of information that come in or, you know, oftentimes if I'm in my office waiting for a patient, I will just have this like knowing that, someone's going to be late or something's going to happen. And I've honestly been cultivating it a lot more in the past few years and just going inward. And, you know, I have worked on healing my gut because I feel like that's a really important part to connecting deeper with our intuition. It's a lot about, it's like a metaphor for our permeability with the world. Um, but just like getting really, really quiet and getting grounded and softening. And that's really when I find the answers come in. And the more and more that I start to lean in and trust what I am feeling and knowing, inevitably, it never steers me in the wrong direction. So beautiful. Yeah. I feel like kind of what you just shared about your relationship with your intuition can also tie into this idea that we are our own healers and that when we take the time to tune in and we take the time to cultivate a relationship to our intuition, we then create 
or not necessarily create, but walk the pathway that's always been there for us to heal ourselves and to listen to the messages within that are always there just waiting for us to pay attention. And I love, um, we talked about this in our call like a couple months back when we were chatting about this idea of encouraging others to be their own to be their own healers and that the work that we do, even though it's different energetically, it's, there are some similarities because it's not that someone comes into our offices and we are healing them. It's that we are holding space and we're facilitating an experience for them to heal themselves. Because if someone is unwilling then to heal, which really means to change, (laughs) like to say that we are healing really means that we are changing that we are open and available for it, whether we're actually choosing it or it may seem like we're not, like it's happening to us. So I just think that's so, that's so beautiful. And I feel like, yeah, there is this shift of, well, can I massage myself? Can I practice Abhyanga and daily massage? Can I do the gua sha myself? Can I do the breath work? Can I do the yoga? Can I do the meditation? Can I do all these things that I've been working with people on my entire life and actually use them? And I know and this is coming in and channeling right now because there's someone listening that needs this message that their appointments have stopped with whomever was helping them or supporting them, whether it was financially or because the office had to close or the business had to close. But you're being asked to use your toolkit, open up your toolkit and use the tools that you have. It's time. Like the time is now. And um, we'll get back. We'll get back to our, our cosmetic acupuncture and our gua sha and all. And all but for right now, yeah, I feel like I we had to cancel our appointment. I had an emergency in a week or two now. And now I'm realizing that it's all in divine timing that we were supposed to chat right now because 100%. I feel like I needed maybe more than ever of really like you right now, you listening, you have the power to be your own healer, to heal yourself and that doesn't mean don't ask for help when you need it. Ask for help when you need it, but also know that you have within you to facilitate change and to facilitate this healing practice. Yeah, and that's, you know, really we facilitate and hold space. And I also encourage people to think about when they leave sessions with us and are feeling really grounded and really good, let that be a benchmark for your truth and how you, who you really are and how good you can feel and start tapping in and using those tools and just letting go of control and letting yourself access those states on your own. You know, you, you, nobody knows your body better than you. Nobody knows how to heal you innately better than you. Now is your time. And, you know, another thing that I've been thinking about a lot in the last week is how without pressure, how do I want to use this time? What do I want to say that, you know, how do I, when we come out on the other side of this, do I want to say I spent my time? Who did I let myself just be? Not even have to become, you know, what, what tools or different things have you kind of put on hold for a while, ways that you gave away your power? This is such a big moment to come into your own power because all the resources that we've had forever that have been great, but they're also distractions. No more distractions. You, we can't run from ourselves right now. And that is so beautiful. 
and so powerful. I agree. Yeah, I'm actually, I want to do a recording soon about how this is all about the darkness. The light is being shine on every single person's darkness because we're all- Oh my God, collectively so. And I would just love if I could just share a little bit about um, the, the cycles of the elements and how I perceive things through Chinese medicine in terms of- the virus and how we're seeing the physical manifestations in the body, it's very specifically attacking the lungs. Yes. The lungs in Chinese medicine have to do with the element of metal. The emotion that has to do with metal is grief. So collectively, we have been experiencing grief for a long time and we're moving through a big shift right now and it's asking us to let go of old ways. That is going to cause a lot of grief. And what I will say is the lesson of metal, you know, and a lot of it can, you know, I know death can be a tricky word and it can be disarming and scary, but what death precedes is rebirth. So in Chinese medicine, the lesson from metal, the element of lungs, which govern respiration, is to surrender. And when you surrender, you move into the next phase. And the next phase in the elements of Chinese medicine, metal is the mother of water. Water is all about rebirth. It's the womb. It's flow. It's gestation. It's creation. It's the beginning of all new life. So everything we're seeing right now that feels apocalyptic, it's a shedding and it's a clearing so that there's actually space for the new. This is a, we are awakening to a whole new beginning. So I just want to encourage us to not be afraid of what's asked, what we're being asked to let go of this time. So maybe this is a good time for you to think of What have you been holding on to in your life that's no longer serving you? What do you want to let go of in order for something that you are ready to make space for? What do you want to give birth to? That's so beautiful. Thank you, Mary. Mm -hmm. I have one more question for you. Sure. Where can people find you? People can find me at Mary Heaven Acu on Instagram. My website is maryheavenacupuncture.com. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your beautiful wisdom today. I feel so blessed. Thank you for having me. This was just so lovely. And I just got so many beautiful chills of confirmation as we were speaking. So thank you so much, Kelly. I really enjoyed our time. Thank you for hosting me. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, the bottom of my existence for tuning in today. I really appreciate your presence, your presence, your patience, your time, and I hope that you are taking such good care of yourself these days. And when you need a little help, may you ask for help. I feel like that's the one of the biggest takeaways for me during this time with COVID-19 happening and us being in our homes is don't be afraid to reach out, even if it's on the phone, through a text, through an email, however you need to communicate with someone, may you ask for help when you need it. So you know that you're, you're not alone because you're not, 
you're far from alone and you have all these beautiful beings around you just waiting for you to pay attention. Your guides, your council of light, light beings, past loved ones, angels. Ask for help. Ask for guidance. Maybe you pick up a gua sha tool. (laughs) Maybe you massage your face. Maybe you sit in meditation or you find an acupuncturist when this all ends. But whatever you do, don't forget to ask for help. And if you're looking for an experience where you're looking, you know, you're looking to go into your soul and really own your intuition and claim your power and be surrounded by high vibrational conversations and inquiries, join me for the Own Your Intuition group mentoring begin on the next full moon, April 7th, 2020. And the best way to sign up whether you're paying in full or finding a payment plan is to email me hello at kellyrichintuitive.com. Thank you again for tuning in and for being available for this information. Thank you for sharing the episodes and the podcast with all your loved ones and for writing a review. You are amazing. Thank you. I will talk to you next week. <laughs>